Members of the OG Army, get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Ladies and gentlemen, it is August the 16th. It is a Sunday. This is the other ground live. I am Dalton. There is no passive J because for some reason he believes that going on vacation absolves him of the responsibility to join this show. So for those of us that were here last night for the UFC 252 fight companion, we were here till almost 1 a.m. I had to do work things at 3 a.m. So goddamn Dalton needs a nap. So how are you feeling, Sly? I know you were you were there for most of it. I think you uh, may have ducked out right around the main event because, you know, normal people sleep. We don't necessarily do that. And Tenor doesn't count because he doesn't really work. And yeah, sounds like uh, Sly passed out a little early. And Tenor has to go back in at 3 a.m. That sucks. 3 a.m. is should not be a, a time that people have to deal with. Uh, but to let folks know what to be prepared for today, I say we have a little bit of post-mortem on the fights last night. Maybe look forward a bit on fights, talk about whatever the fuck else. I think one thing we should probably cover is the standings on the UFC Pick'em results. First place, as was after the second event, we have left, right, good night, or better known as Bukaki by Bombers on the OG with 162 points. We have Homelander in second place, 153 points. Me in third place, 149 points. Of course, if that first event would have worked properly, I would have like an 80 point lead. And then trail by Passive J and Kamikam with 137. Sixth place, Zonian. K-Barbs in second to last. And Richard Gears Gerbil in dead last with a whopping 76 points. And at some point here, Tanner, we need you to join and make some picks just so you know we have more people and maybe Kevin Barbers won't be in last place by the fifth event. But goddamn, pal... How about the fights last night? Jusher, where's the cripple? Jay is on vacation. And of course, he thought that, you know, going on vacation for two days made it to where he doesn't have to do the show. So here I am. And me alone. Despite the fact that I get up at, you know, 3 a.m. like Jay complains about. And the reason he doesn't do fight companions, I'm just saying, you know, like it's it's possible even though I may just be a mumbling buffoon by the end of this, we're three minutes in and I'm ready to go and uh, you know, shut down the office here, crawl into bed and sleep for about a day and a half. I am far too fucking old to be up that late. I just imagine how it feels for some of you guys, like Jay. He's goddamn near 60 years old. I don't know how he does it, other than the fact that he goes to bed at 7 p.m. But regardless... Let's talk fights. 
So what did everybody think about UFC 252? I think uh, the general idea last night from everybody that was watching is, for the most part, this was a pretty shitty card outside of the main event. Anybody else feel that way? Did anybody else actually buy the pay-per-view? Was I the only sucker that shelled out 65 bucks to watch essentially a main event and a bunch of people that no one either has heard of or are necessarily that relevant anymore. Well, let's kind of talk a little bit here. Oh, actually, we have Tenor calling in. Tenor. Tenor. Hello. How you doing there, boss? Yeah, I, watch, I didn't watch the fights last night. I watched them uh, today. But... Um... I, I read some analysis of the DC and uh, Stipe Miocic fight, and I think I'm the only. Do you remember what was it? It was the was it the second when Stipe lost the whole round, and then in the last 45 seconds dropped him with a couple of right hooks, and then mounted him and and beat him down. People were saying that was like a 10-8 round for Stipe, and am I crazy to think that that was a 10-10 round because? DC won the whole fucking route up until that point. I would have had it 10-9 Stipe just because of how close he came to, to ending the fight. But it was in point. the last, yeah, it was the last 10 seconds, though. He wasn't going to end that unless, unless he beat him unconscious. And he was mounted, but his mount wasn't, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on Stipe. His mount wasn't a good position mount. I mean, uh, DC was basically in a seated position up against the cage and he couldn't rain down any, any type of power punches. Um, and it was the last 10 seconds. Hold on. Let me close this door. Cause my kids are going crazy right now. Stand by. But I had that round because DC won that fucking round the whole time until that, those, those three or four uh, right hooks put him down. I had that at 10, 10. So basically if I had scored that fight, it was, it was, it was a, uh, it was a draw. Cause I had, DC went in the first, Stipe, or 10-10 uh, the second. I think it was Stipe the third, DC the fourth, Stipe the fifth. So I think I thought it was a fucking draw, man, personally. Am I crazy? Because I'm the only one that I've read that said that. I actually had the first as a 10-10. And the second to Stipe, 10-9. I don't remember the last three. I, I think really for the most part, depending on, on how you were watching that fight and what you saw, like that fight could have been anything from 49-46 Stipe to 48-47 DC. And I don't think anybody could necessarily complain on any of that. I had, yeah, I think when I added them up, I had it 48-48 draw. Um, basically because of that 10-10 that, you know, I'm the only one that saw it that way, so I'm probably wrong, but... Yeah, DC, and, and who's that? Time must be uh, Homelander because he called me a queen, and that guy's a fag anyways. But regardless, um, yeah, I, DC won that whole round. I mean, he was, he was piecing him up the whole round except the, uh, the, the last, you know, like 45 fucking seconds, and it was not going to be stopped in the last 45 seconds of a heavyweight championship round. Yeah, I think the unfortunate thing about that entire fight was the the eye poke that wasn't even recognized as an eye poke where DC completely lost vision and has a what was Dude, it? Lost, cornea. 
lost vision, his fucking eyeball was pointing the wrong way the whole rest of the fight, dude. I saw that. I was like, oh, no. His eyeball was not pointing straight the rest of the night. He could not see out of that eye the rest of the night. Yeah, and and where it came back. So when they finally got the diagnosis on that thing, yeah, that's a a fucking torn cornea. That does not sound fun. I guess I'm almost kind of glad, though, that they at least didn't bring in... Like, if they would have seen that poke... And ended up bringing in like a doctor. How shitty that would have been to have the fight end from an eye poke. How about the big balls on Mark Goddard <laughs> when when DC was complaining about the eye poke? He said it was clearly a fist. Take a seat, Vlad. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, I think he came out on Twitter today and kind of apologized for that. He was like, "Yeah, you know, shit he, happens. I didn't yeah. see it." I like Goddard. I like the fact that he actually didn't waver. He, you know, granted he was wrong, but when he said it was clearly a punch, have a seat, lad, or whatever he said, have a seat, DC. I was like, God damn, take control of that fight, man. I like that. Yeah, we were even though he was talking, wrong. Well, we were kind of talking about that on the the fight companion last night of the idea of, you know, if you're a ref, like how much pressure you're under. And just, yeah, just be consistent in what you do. Either you see it or you don't, and then ref it accordingly. Yep. Don't let someone talk you into it. Yep, take take fucking control. I respect him for that. And and I didn't see, because I'm not, you know, much on the MMA forums lately, so I didn't see that he took uh, credit for being wrong, but I appreciate that as well. In the situation, take control of the situation, and if you got to apologize later, apologize later. That's fine. As long as you're controlling the situation, if that's your role and you're controlling that situation, take fucking control. If you got to apologize later, apologize later. And I, I, I can respect that. Yeah, I'm with you. And like seeing it in real time, I didn't see an eye poke. So I thought I didn't know what DC was complaining about. And then they showed the replay and it was like, oh, shit. Stipe went uh, knuckle deep on that's DC's a- eye. That's exactly what DC said. He verbalized. He's like, he went knuckle deep in my eye. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nasty. And like I said, that that eyeball was pointed in a completely wrong direction. The rest of the fight, it was, it was crazy to see. You know, when you when you saw his face and you saw where his eye was, you're like, that's clearly not right. Well, yeah, he was looking like that uh, Verna Jandaroba chick from the prelims. Oh man, boy, did she put it on Felice? I like Felice. I know uh, you know people give Felice shit because she's kind of an attention whore, but I've always liked Felice. I think she's hot as shit. Um, but that chick just manhandled Felice, and it made it look very, very easy. And you know they went into the whole thing with um, with Felice's. Uh, I guess it was uh, what's his name. Curran, Curran's camp had to go down or he had to close his gym. And I like, uh, I think it's Jeff Curran. I think call him the frog, I believe. That dude, I've always liked him. I liked him from his WEC days. But apparently he had to close his gym down, so she had to find another gym. And then they went into the whole background of why her camp sucked to try to give her every excuse. But um, I've always liked Felice. But that chick is, that's a force, man. She's nasty on the ground. Well, and I mean, she has an unfair advantage. She can watch her opponent and her corner at the same time. Like, yeah, and, and, and she's got a dick and testicles. So, I mean, there's that too. Yeah, her and uh, Jessica Andrade have, you know, <laughs> bigger sacks than most of the heavyweight division. Definitely more than me, but that's not saying much. Um, so speaking so- of crazy, crazy injuries, what did you think about uh, Sean O'Malley? 
clearly the injury had something to do with him losing. I, I, you know, personally, you know, being objective, clearly that had something to do with him losing. There was going to be no takedown. There's going to be no fucking elbows without that injury occurring. However, personally, there's something about the kid that I just don't like. I know he's exciting. He's a good fighter. I, I just don't fucking like him, and I don't know why. I don't really have a reason. It's, it's very biased, and it's very subjective, but I'm glad he got beat, and I'm sorry for everybody that likes the kid. I, I, there's something about him I just don't fucking like. Well, I think he just he was drinking his own Kool-Aid a little bit too much. I mean, the guy has no wins over a top 10 guy, and he was like calling out top five people, talking about how he would just steamroll them. I think a lot of what happened there, so there are some folks that are saying that uh, it actually had to do with a, a low leg kick that he may have gotten uh, Michael Chandler. Yeah. Where he ended up with dead leg and then just rolled dead his ankle nerves. because of it. Yeah, I saw it. Like I said, I watched uh, I watched the fights later. I watched them this morning and I watched them last night, but I didn't know anything that happened with him. So I watched that fight with, with fresh eyes and ears, and I saw that something happened. As soon as it happened... I saw it, and the announcers weren't even calling it yet. I'm like, I thought he blew his knee. Even before Rogan said, I think he blew his knee. I'm like, he just, something happened to his knee, or his right leg is fucked right now. And he started to back off. Whereas before, hold on a second. I'm losing my headphones. Stand by. So whereas before, you there? I'm here. Yeah. So whereas before, um, he was attacking. He, he, was, he was stalking. Um, and he was moving real well, working those feints, and, and uh, Homeboy was falling for his feints. But after the he, t- he took a step or something, and shit looked funny. And all of a sudden, he started retreating and, and doing a lot of lateral back-to-the-fence uh, movement. And I knew something was wrong, and the, and the announcers hadn't even noticed it yet. And then finally, Rogan was like, I think his, blown, his knee is blown, but... It, it was very obviously is is it was very obvious as soon as it happened that something was wrong with that right leg. Yeah, it was shortly after that low leg kick, and he had that initial kind of just little like half stumble. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't necessarily tell if it was because something was wrong, or maybe he stepped on one of the fucking advertisements and just had a little bit of a shaky leg. But yeah, from that right. point forward, he wasn't the same, and then it buckled a couple more times, and he just fell on his ass. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I tell you what, though, I mean, granted. The reason he was on his back was because of that that injury. For, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent positive, you know. But by no means do I believe that. Uh, what, what was that guy's name? Cheeto Vera. Yes. But by no means did I believe he took him down on skill. He went down because his leg was fucked. But holy moly, those were some those were some nasty early days. Uh, Brandon uh, Brandon Vera elbows that he was throwing. Man, those were nasty. Yeah, that first one connected like a motherfucker. Oh, you could hear it, man. And that's the, the, the thing I like. I mean, obviously, I don't like the no crowd thing. But the thing I do like about it is the only positive in my eyes with the no crowd is you can hear the connections. You can hear how powerful it is when something connects. And it's like punching a slab of beef. And that thing, you could hear it. It sounds different when you get when you get that nice solid connection. It really sounds different. And that thing sounded different. You know, it was like it was like a gunshot going off when the elbow hit. Yeah, and we had the volume pretty much off, so we didn't hear anything. So when that was stopped, did you think that was a, a quick stoppage or was O'Malley like screaming at some point? 
And did they stop it because of that? What was going on at the finish? In my opinion, I think I think Herb knew he was fucked and he was defenseless because of his leg was out of commission. And I think Herb stopped it early because he knew that let's face it, O'Malley looked like he he kind of gave up a little bit. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not talking shit about O'Malley. I like the kid. I mean, I don't, but he's a good fighter. But I think Herb kind of took it upon himself to stop it because he knew O'Malley was defenseless because that leg was fucked. What do you think? I think that was probably it. I think the the one thing that I didn't know about is like if he was screaming in pain or not because they'll take that as a verbal tap. Right. I don't. He definitely was after the fact. He was a little more animated after the fact than he was. He 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 had a a halfway decent poker face when he was when he was doing that lateral back to the cage movement, just trying to stay out of range. Um, but once once it was stopped, you could really tell that either the pain got to him or he was playing it up a little bit. I can't, I can't tell either way. I don't want to talk shit about him, even though I just talk shit about him for 15 minutes, but um, you could tell after it stopped, he really, the poker face was gone and, and, and there was some definite verbalization of, of pain. Yeah, I definitely saw that point and I haven't seen anything today of what the actual injury is. So what do you yeah. think it was? Do you think it was knee? It looked like he was holding his ankle. I don't know if he broke it or tore stuff in it or what the hell happened, but it didn't no, look fun. Originally, I thought it was a knee. Originally, I thought he stepped wrong and the knee gave way. But after I watched the replay, and like you said, with the Michael Chandler thing, I think he probably tore some ligaments in his ankle. I don't think he broke anything. I think he's got. I think he stretched out and tore those ligaments in his ankle the way he stepped on it and the way it folded back underneath him. That's what it looked like to me. And I wonder how much it has to do with him being so goddamn tall for that weight class. That's the God. second leg injury he's had now, right? Right. That's the second. Well, what is he? Is he 6'2 or 6'1? Uh, I have no clue, but regardless, 6'1 or 6'2 for that weight, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot. You know, it, it, it harkens back to the days of Corey Hill with how tall he was for as, as, a, as a lightweight and how he snapped his shin. And then, you know, consequently died of, of what, what did he die of? Flu or pneumonia or shit later in life? Uh, yeah, it was, some, it was either that or like MRSA or something. I don't even yeah, remember. Was, now I'm going to have yeah, to look it up. So, and, and I remember training with Tamden McCrory, the barn cat. And that dude, when he was fighting at, uh, at, at 170, he's like six fucking six, dude. He was, he was so fucking tall to cut as much weight as he was cutting. You know, it was great he had long range and his triangles were nasty because he had legs for days, but it, it was just a ton of fucking weight for him to cut. He was even big at 185, in my opinion. Yeah, so going back to Corey Hill, looks like uh, he got a sudden pneumonia, ended up having to have a lung transplant, which eventually mm. collapsed and then died of a heart attack. Yeah, That's you rough. know, that that was a whole that, – that whole deal was rough because he was, he was reported as being dead before he even died. You know, he was still fighting for life, and, and, and all the major MMA um, sources were, were um, listing him as, as having died. And, you know, his, his, I think his fiance or his wife had to refute that, or some of his family had to refute that. So that's tough. Well, I'll leave it to, you know, the MMA journalism to, to run with that after, you know, the whole chemo incident on the uh, <laughs> underground. God. Oh, God, I miss what's his name. What, what's uh, it was Alma, Alma, wasn't it? I fucking miss Alma, man. That dude, 
I don't even know if he's alive anymore. There was there was there were some reports that he ended up de- dead, but then there was other reports where he was drunk and, and went through somebody's dog door and broke into their house drunk or something. But that dude, I, Bo Taylor, I believe is his name. What a fucking character that cat was, man. Or is I, hopefully. yeah, I can't believe he got that one to get picked up and have people run with that. The death of chemo. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking like that guy, man. So, uh, Sly guy is 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 who is that? Is that uh, Sly Dog? Sly, yeah. Uh, can you explain how you got your screen name? That's funny because my wife asked me that the other day, and and if you've been on the OG for long enough, you realize that every new breed, every year, breeds a new type of. Uh, um, you're always the worst poster. So uh, tenors, you know, anybody that, that their screen name, their join date was 10. They were tenors. They're like, oh, tenors are the worst batch of fucking posters ever. So when I joined, I actually joined because I was tipped onto the, uh, onto the forum um, with the Dave, Dave Lang fake black belt thread because I had trained at Dave Lang's and I fucking had known that guy. So when I joined, it was all, you know, it was, it was the late in, in 10, it was a December 20 something or whatever when I joined. So I, I read all these posts about tenors being the worst fucking posters ever. So when I joined, I picked my name as being the tenor of the year, like the worst poster of the year. So that was me. <laughs> yeah. That was the whole start of the tenors going to 10. And then they just yeah. replaced it each year because obviously we're, we're not that creative. Yeah. Each year they like, they had, yeah, other each year had its own theme is is what they were called, you know, is is kind of being hazed. And yeah, tenors, tenors were always and even to this day, I think a, a lot of times people wouldn't when they they harken back to the old days, they say well, that crop of tenors were the worst fucking posters. I think we are <laughs> um, um noticed as being the worst posters in the history of the fucking OG. And or you are the tenor of the year. Yes, I am. So I you am are the, the best of the worst of the I'm worst. The best. I, I'm I'm number one in the number two business, as they say. God damn right. <laughs> so, what do you think about uh, Junior Dos Santos? Does he uh, does he have much left? Oh man, he looked good. I mean, he looked like he was in shape. He looked sharp until he didn't, as is always the case with heavyweights. Man, he looked good until he didn't. Um, yeah, I don't know what he's got left, man. He took some. I think he his chin held up for a little bit. And, and, and then, you know, then he got caught. So I don't know what he, what's, what's he got left to prove? He's not going to win. He's not going to win that fucking heavyweight championship of the world. I think that's know? the tough thing with heavyweights though, right? It's like every single one of those fuckers is like three fights away from a title fight. Is, is he, he probably has, and I should know this, but has Dos Santos fought Arlovsky? Uh, I should know that too. And I don't know. Now I'm going to have to check. Yeah. I don't know either because if they haven't fought, they need to fight. I mean, they had to have fought. You would think, right? They've both been around forever. But they if they haven't fought, those two actually need to fucking fight. Uh, if, uh, no, they haven't fought. They, okay, there you go. They need to fight. Because um, I don't remember it. And I'm like, God damn, those two should fight. Arlovsky needs to fight uh, Dos Santos. He needs to fight Chicano. You know? And, and how does that go? I mean, Christ almighty neither one of them seemingly have a chin anymore and both their striking is really fucking good. That'll be fun. And that's the crazy thing. Like, I think, I think Dos Santos would have had a chance if he actually would have came out and been aggressive. Like we saw what happens when someone takes it to Rosenstruck. Mm-hmm. 
But Dos Santos right. was just playing that counter game, and then just eventually yeah. that just went to shit. It was that goddamn mustache. It was God. the one that fucking everybody has the new fucking porn mustache. John Anik had one and it just made me want to slap him. Oh, Jesus. He's also got a fucking 209 fucking tattoo. So that tells you about that cat. I mean, he's a degenerate gambler. <laughs> he really is. Well, and he like influenced the UFC on it. You notice after he just started talking about it every single fight, now they actually like pull up the odds. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he, he's definitely in there. I want to talk about Bruce Buffer. You, you're the I, one that hates Bruce Buffer, right? I fucking despise Bruce Buffer with his stupid suits and the way he says shit. God damn, I don't like that guy. I, I Seriously, there's something about that cat I just don't like. And he's a fucking narcissistic just cocksucker. I don't like him. You ever notice he has that ridiculously huge octagon ring now? That thing just pisses me off. <laughs> just everything about him. Like, so what when the I'm fuck watching, are you wearing, guy? It, when I'm watching the fights, I'm like, fuck this guy. I, I, if you could watch me, every fight that I watch where I can't fast forward through his stupid fucking ring performance, I'm like, this fucking guy. Every time I hate this fucking guy, I can't stand him. There's something about him, man. He's not, he hasn't done anything to me. He's one of those. You ever have those people in your life where they haven't done anything to you? They, there's just something about him. You're like this. Fuck. Every time you see him, you're like, not this fucking guy again. Every time. Yeah, John Anik. <laughs> I don't mind John Anik. <laughs> I used to talk to John Anik back in the day. ESPN, I think it was on. I had a flip phone, like a Samsung, one of those Samsung flip phones, and there was an ESPN app on there. And he used to do MMA talk, where you can text him questions and he would answer it. This is long before he was in the UFC. And um, I used to actually interact with Anik long before he was anything in MMA. He was just some guy hosting some weird, you know, question and answer talk show. And I would always, I would always ask him questions about uh, the the upstate New York scene with the Bomb Squad, Ryan Ciotoli. I'm like, what do you think of John Franchi or what do you think of Tamda McCrory? So I was, uh, I would talk about that guy or with that guy or interact with him on that app fucking years and years ago before he was with the UFC. So he doesn't really bother me because he actually talked to me a little bit. Yeah, I think it's just looking at him bothers me. <laughs> There's no real reason at all. It's just like, I, yeah, I just don't like that guy. Yeah, that, that's how I feel about uh, Buffer. God, I can't stand him. I like uh, what's Joe Martinez. That's the guy. The thing that just it freaks me out is like how much Bruce Buffer buys into his own bullshit. Like, have you seen out there like the whole cameo thing that like famous people record, you know, video message for you, or whatever? Bruce Buffer is mm -hmm. trying yeah. to charge like four or five hundred bucks for that shit. Fuck that guy. Like, who's like going to spend guys. that money just for him to, you know, introduce the fucking, you know, gynecology symposium? Who, who, who? There's multiple guys. I think it's old timey guys that used to do this. But is is there a well known boxing? I know there's no MMA announcers that do this, but is there a well known boxing announcers? You remember? Oh, they'd say their name, and they'd be like, um, James Tony, Tony, and they'd say it again. I love that shit. Why doesn't anybody do that in MMA? Say say their last name twice for some reason. I wonder. So did the. Uh... <laughs> 
and it pisses me off. I can't remember his name, but the other big name boxing announcer that's not the other buffer. Is it the guy that beat up uh, the guy that beat up Joe Rogan with the blonde hair? Blonde hair. I don't know if he has blonde hair or not. Um, it's the Showtime boxing announcer, right? Isn't there a guy, guy that supposedly beat up supposedly beat up Rogan and not in an elevator? That was Bruce Buffer beat up Frank Trigg in an elevator. But didn't somebody supposedly there was a story about a boxing announcer that fucking jacked up Rogan? I don't think I've heard of that one, but that would be hilarious. Yeah, you, you look it up. Look up uh, someone someone on the chat right now. Look up uh, boxing announcer fight with Joe Rogan. Because Joe Rogan showed up somewhere with a black eye, and supposedly it was uh, a boxing announcer. I'm, I'm uh, pretty sure. Yeah, I don't Maybe. see anything. But I did You're figure out the announcer anything? I'm talking about, Jimmy Lennon Jr. He's the Showtime boxing announcer. I think he does the double last name thing. I and think, I think they him. had him. And I think they had him for, it was either an Elite XC or one of the Strike Force cards. Like he announced it, and I wonder if he did it. The uh, double last name thing. I love the double. Someone bring back, make the double last name great again. Somebody, please. Either that, hear- or just fuck with Buffer and tell him that's your nickname. <laughs> you are tenor of the year. Year. Tenor of the year. Year. I love it. <laughs> there you go. You uh, you talk to talk to you know K Barbs. Maybe we can get the CES announcers to start doing that. Dude, I'm 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 turning I'm turning over a new leaf with K Barbs because you know I've been talking that guy up for a long time after I've heard him on the podcast doing his fight analysis and all this that and the other. That dude can't pick a fight for shit, man. He knows a lot about fighting, but god damn, he better not gamble. He sucks dick. Oh yeah, he's not not doing so hot, and his idea of how DC could beat Stipe by channeling his e- inner Conor McGregor and really working that leg kick. <laughs> Dude, I love it. Homelander talks so much shit to him. I love, I love the little Homelander K Barb's thing that's going on, man. That little rivalry. Because Homelander's fucking absolutely ruthless. And K-Barbs is a nice guy, but he, he tries not to be a nice guy sometimes. But you know he's just a nice guy. And Homelander's such a cocksucker. Well, and it helps that K-Barbs has that Rhode Island accent. So, like, <laughs> there, if he wanted to be a dick, he has a perfect accent for it, but he just can't bring himself to do it. He, he just can't do it. He's too nice of a guy, man. He's too much of an ace in the, in the deck, man. He's, he's, he's a deck full of aces, and he just cannot stoop as low as Homelander can. Because Homelander, speaking of, home lo- or, uh, speaking of low blows, Homelander, how's business lately, partner? He's not out there, is he? I don't know. He's, he might be lurking there. He may be, you know, trying to uh, sleep off the drinks from last night. You did miss the great return of grad last night. I read a little bit about that. So there's only two there's only two threads on the on the OG that I've allowed myself to frequent. And it's none of the political threads. It's basically it's uh, the podcast thread. And then of course I've got to read about the death of the OG live because I'm like the main character of that fucking thing. And oh so Jesus, got- that entire thing. <laughs> like the fact that that's still going is just impressive. Going. He doesn't give a fuck, man. Fuck it. Force. He he entertains me. 
I don't even give a shit, man. Fuck um, it. So I'm with you. And a lot of people think that like, I absolutely hate the guy, which is not the case. As long as he sticks to the, just like taking the piss out of everyone via Photoshop. Like, I love right. that shit. Yeah. Hey, Sly. No. All right. This is what's funny about that story. I don't think, you know, the people involved in that story know that Tenor and I are so cool. We don't talk all the time on here, but, you know, they have, you know, you know, they have me beating him down and then going back to Iran or wherever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they don't know. The only reason I even know about that thread, I mean, I said it when my when I reintroduced myself back to the podcast a couple of weeks ago when I was camping. Um, the the only reason I know about that thread, because I was completely gone from the OG, even though Homelander thought I was still lurking. The only reason I know about that thread is because you had texted me some screenshots of it. And then I was like, ah, fuck Forrest. He doesn't deserve my attention or anything. And then I was like, let me, like two weeks later, I'm like, let me check this stupid thread. <laughs> and I checked it. And I was like, you know what? It's all in good fun, man. He, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, he's spending a lot of time on that. And obviously he's got a lot of the time, you know, sitting at home, collecting unemployment, smoking weed all day and, thinking about his glory days on the basketball court, but whatever. You know, what yeah. someone really needs to do is just go through that thread take all of the good ones and, like, kind of make the full story out of it and publish that some bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty great. They're, they're, the, one of the last, or, like, a couple days ago, he posted one with me after I just woke up after Slide knocked me out, and there's, like, these signs about being confused and lost and wondering what happened and then there's a picture of me from one of my youtube videos when i was uh when i was doing um the the rap songs with jay i was going head to head with jay on the rap songs of my youtube videos and there's a picture of me looking completely lost and it, it is kind of like a ghost picture of me with the signs like saying how lost i was and it was actually pretty fucking funny oh god damn so he got I actually took that from one of your YouTube videos and put it in the other chat at one point. I don't remember oh, what one? smart ass thing I was saying about it, but yeah, for, apparently he found that one. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, it's like whatever, man. And how, yeah, why does I he was, keep calling I was short? pissed. I was really pissed off. I calmed down about it. I was pissed at Jay even because he, he was like, basically, <laughs> Just stick your head in the sand like I do. He told me to stick my head in the sand like he does. If something hurts me, I, I just stick my head in the sand and ignore it. And then on the other hand, Dalton, you know, went off on him about it. Right. So then that's fine. Now I'm not so pissed anymore. But then again, you know, I'm no longer a member of the gay team. I ditched it and I, you know, in the story and I went back to the homeland. It and you kissed, you, you kicked my ass, you fucker. But what's funny is, is if, if you look at all our personalities between me, you, Dalton, and Jay, and I'm not saying this that I'm the toughest, but I'm basically the most aggressive out of all of us. And I get my ass kicked left and right. <laughs> True. Yes, yes. You would be the most aggressive of that group. <laughs> you know but I'm the, one getting, I'm the one getting my ass kicked left and right. <laughs> all right guys i got i gotta eat the salad so i'm gonna drop off so i'm not eating in your ears it was, it was it's good to hear from you tenor you, you tossed that salad pretty much it's got extra balsamic vinegar on it yep extra um, balls chaldean fucking balsamic uh ass eating i love it
<laughs> oh goddamn! Yeah, that thread. I don't know. Like, if somebody literally did take the time to like pull all the good ones together and make it like a comic book, God, that would be fucking priceless. And they'd probably wow. make they would make a killing on the OG with that thing. It's funny, and he still fucking lurks on these threads. You know, he's not obviously he's not blowing up the chat anymore like he used to. So, you know, not that I give a shit because I really don't because I think that whole thing is funny. But I, I, I'm wondering, I truly wonder what his state of mind is, whether he was actually angry to do that or if it's just a big troll or I don't I, I don't understand what his motivation was. Um, I, I think it was like an attention thing and like he was getting attention and then it turned into bad attention, which made him double down. But now it's back yeah. to the hilarious part. Like, yeah, the one thread that was literally just photoshops of me and like dicks in my mouth. And that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, it's, it's not far from, from real life in your world. I mean, he well, was if just he trying just to ask nicely, he wouldn't have needed to photoshop it. <laughs> no, it's funny. I, I, I do wonder what his motivation was and how. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, cause I have some 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 PMs that when when he and I went back and forth regarding my, uh, I had a, a thing with Angry Inch that I should have never let myself get sucked into. Cause I always said I was never gonna get sucked into a, a thing with that guy, but I did. And he was telling me to chill, and I kind of got shitty with him for a minute. And then I went back and forth with him, and then finally, you know, we PM'd each other and, and worked everything out. But he was like. He said, literally, I've got trolling to uh, trolling to rats. I need to know when to stop. So I'll back off, man. So he knows he's got an issue. When he, when he gets into something, I think it's all-encompassing with him. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same point on that one. But, yeah, the entire thing, and, like, yeah, I have no ill will towards that guy. As long as he isn't, like, actively trying to fuck things up for people. Like, if you're just, right. you know, talking shit to people and, you know, like funny photoshops and shit like that. Like that's, that's like the entire basis of this goddamn podcast. Like our yeah. best shows are the ones where it's like five people just talking shit to each other for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So at a time he was trying to fuck things up, but you know, it's like, I, you know, it, it, I, he's done with it now, hopefully. So whatever. Hey, I'm Pokemon cards. Oh, you got yeah. I'm, cards. I'm, I'm with Pokemon. you on that one. Um, so anything else from UFC 252? Like, I don't think there's a whole lot else on that entire card. Hold on a second. Let me talk to my kid. Hey, guys, can you give me like half a second? Please. Okay. I love you. Or can you can you leave? I can't talk in front of you because I curse way too much. Okay. Oh, so, so, so my daughter goes, okay, and she covers her ears. <laughs> Instead of leaving, she covers her ears. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I love, I love you, buddy. So, anyways, yeah, um, no, I don't have anything from from that card. I didn't watch, I didn't watch the uh, the undercard, but I'm probably gonna get out of here because I got kids in my attention. So I should probably be a father. Yeah, you you go be a father and you try not to drop any any more f bombs. Like we're right. we're your, you were out for that, not for the kids. <laughs> exactly. All right, y'all, have a good one. Later, All right, brother. Have a good one. Peace. All right, so we had both Tenor and Sly. I think we're going to give it a good, like, another 10 minutes or so here because supposedly Jay was going to try to call in to, to keep his streak. Apparently, that's probably not going to happen. But what does everybody else think? 252, was it? Never mind. We have another call. Homeboy88, how you doing? 
What's up, man? Is this Clarence? No, absolutely not. This is Big Dalton. I think Clarence, you're thinking of Homelander. Oh, okay. I was going to say, remember that Beastie Boy line? Is your name Michael Diamond? No, mine's Clarence. That's what I think when I hear his name. Anyways, 252. Uh, it was all right, right? I've seen better pay-per-views, right? I think the problem is, is it was way too top-heavy. You had one great fight and then a bunch of the fights that didn't even necessarily matter or were between people that I've never heard of. Do you think DC got his ass kicked? The unfortunate thing is getting that eye poke and not being able to see, like that kind of fucks up half that fight. Yeah. But further, like going through the first two rounds, like that was a relatively close fight. The third round was when he got poked in the eye and was really fucked up there, or at least showing the signs of that. Yeah. And then in the fourth and the fifth, he didn't look bad either. So like, I don't necessarily know if he really got his ass kicked. I think I talked about this earlier, but I could see that fight being anywhere, like depending on how you saw it as a judge, 49-46 yeah. for Stipe all the way up to 48-47 for DC, and you can't really argue it. Yeah, but at the end of round two, man, he was almost done. That was crazy. That right? And that was the only round that had like a super clear-cut winner was round two. That that was scary for him. I was like, man, thirty more seconds, he's done. You know, hell, ten, fifteen more seconds, he may have been done. Like he could barely make it back to yeah. his corner. Yeah, it was messed up. Stipe's no joke, man. He's one of the greatest heavyweights ever. You know. So, what do you think of the you idea know, that uh, John Jones was out there tweeting that he wants to move up and fight Stipe? Well. Talk is one thing, doing it is another, right? Come on, John Jones. You've been talking all this crap. You're going to go to heavyweight and all this. Do it. Sign the contract. Let's see. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah, I I think he needs to defend again against Dominic Reyes because I think Reyes beat him in the last fight. I think so too, but um, John Jones always gets the decisions he did against uh, Alexander Gustafsson. I think they lost that fight, too. Same and with uh, Tiago Santos. That was close. If Tiago doesn't hurt his leg, I think he beats John Jones. I think that um, I'm not saying uh, UFC is corrupt, but um, I think they like John Jones' as champion, man. So if it's going to be close, it's going to go to him. Well, how they've made that pretty much known. They moved an entire event because he couldn't pass a piss mm -hmm. test. <laughs> I mean, who else do they do that shit for? Nobody. Nobody. And he's uh, he's tested positive for steroids, what, twice, three times? I don't even know. I think it all depends um, on if you count the whole, like, picogram thing where they're like, yeah, you can just keep testing positive for steroids, and we'll just say that it was because you, you know, took them before. Well, for sure, twice, right? He tested positive twice, right? Yeah, I think. For sure. Yeah, and then I think the third time was the whole like residual shit where they're saying there's not enough in your system for us to suspend you again. Yeah, but the steroid he was taking is a pretty crazy one. Like, uh, it makes you very aggressive. It gives you like some, you know, it's man, don't be taking that kind of stuff, John Jones. Man, just rely on your skills, you know. But well, it's interesting that he got caught with that. 
especially with his brothers. Like he has access to the good shit that's probably gonna, you know, not get mm-hmm. tested for. Have you ever seen the cartoon where they make fun of him? Uh, Mohad. It's on YouTube. He does little cartoons of the UFC. It's hilarious. And he wears a shirt that says Picograms. I don't think I've seen I'm going to have to Google that at some point, though. Because, yeah, that entire situation is... It is something else. Just, yeah. And he always pokes people in the eyeball. That's his thing. Like in the cartoon. Well, maybe because that's he why does. he wants to he, do. Maybe that's why he wants to go to heavyweight. Does he just watch, you know, a fight full of eye pokes? <laughs> Figure he'll fit right in. He's a in. dirty fighter, man. He's a yeah. dirty fighter. Plus, I I hate him because he ran into that lady, and what does he do? He doesn't go check on the lady when she was pregnant, but he goes gets his money and his drugs. What a scumbag, man. Yeah, that entire one is ridiculous. Run into someone, don't check on them, run away, but then come back for your weed and your money. Yep. How horrible is that? And then he runs back and he jumps the fence and he's and he's gone. Listen, yeah, the entire time he talks about being like you know the great Christian guy and having you know the uh, Bible scripture on his chest. I know, and he sings Hallelujah. Hey, Homelander. Where'd that? Hey, what's up? Where'd that bitch Tenor go? Heard he was talking shit about me. Yeah, of course he was talking shit about you. Uh, then his kids entered the room, and he had to leave before he, you know, dropped uh-huh. too many fucks around them. <laughs> I'm guessing they're pretty used to it. Yeah. So nobody has the DLC game. It's pretty. Um, sorry. I have it. I haven't played it much. Like I went online a couple times. Got just absolutely destroyed by twelve year olds. So there's that. No, I'm really good at it because I've had all the other ones. So there's a lot of newbies in, and I'm taking advantage and uh, destroying them. You know what I'm saying? Hello? <laughs> hey, Prophet yeah. One. Thanks for calling in. How's it going? Hi, Grace. I'm doing well. And you? Doing wonderful. Holy moly. All right. We thank God. I like so, this program. So- we appreciate it. So where are you from? I can definitely hear a little bit of an accent there. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Ghana. At what time is it there? 10.46 p.m., right? Well, goddamn, I'd be going to bed. But thanks for staying up. Yeah, I love your program. That's why I am watching the program online, right? Well, we appreciate it. Uh, are you a UFC fan? Pardon? Uh, do you watch mixed martial arts? Yeah. So who's your I favorite you fighter? Have... It's you, right? Hello? Hello? I think we may have lost him. Homelander, you, you actually didn't speak up at all during that. I figured that would have been an interesting call. Nah, dude, I was going to be respectful mm-hmm. to, the, to the fella. <laughs> yeah, you lost. So, homeboy, you still you there as well? You, you got quiet as well. Call, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually, um, I'm actually at the grocery store. So, I'm shopping around. So, yeah. I was going to let him talk, too, you know? 
But we got a few words out. It's good that we have, you know, such a large reach in Africa. Number one podcast in Ghana. Hell yeah. Now Tanner's trying to talk shit about me. Doubles in, oh, he doesn't show up of, for, doesn't the, show up for the, seven speak, hours yesterday. Speaking then, about that. Gonna, yeah. What what about Francis and Ghana versus Stipe, the rematch? What do you think happens? Homelander, Dalton? you go first. Uh, unfortunately, I think there's a chance he gets caught this time. And I hate having to say that, but Ngannou might get him this time. Yeah, I think that's the Be thing with more. with Francis is yeah, like man. the longer he's in there with anyone, like eventually he's going to clip someone. And when he clips them, like yeah. they're just not getting up. I think skill-wise, Stipe is a much more skillful fighter and has more tools in the toolbox, but... Yeah, I don't know. What about you, homeboy? What do you think uh, that fight looks like? You know what? I think Ngannou catches him because this time he knows it's. I'm right here. He knows exactly what mm-hmm. Stipe is going to do, right? He's going to try to take him down. So he's got to really train to avoid that takedown or whatever. And he's going to catch Stipe this time, I think. Seriously. It's going to be a big KO. I think it absolutely could. Yeah, I think it absolutely could be that. I think, Homelander, you're thinking the same as at some point, if Ngannou catches him, like it's going to be over. Yeah, I put it at 50 50 right now. I'd have to wait and see and, you know, build up to the fight and training and there's injuries, all that kind of shit. But yeah, I I put it, I mean, I picked Stipe last time for sure. I actually called that one, but uh, yeah, I think think this time around, you know, age isn't doing Stipe any favors. He's been knocked out since then, and yeah, just not good. <laughs> Juicer. <laughs> so, Homelander, what do you what think of the whole John hair? Jones thing? Oh <laughs> uh, well, we talked about well, we talked about just about everything last night, but. I, yeah, I don't think John Jones is going to be successful at heavyweight. He's already slipping big time. And like we've said a number of times, I think he lost his last two fights at light heavyweight. So unless he gets a really slow-moving blob at heavyweight, I think he's going to get the shit beat out of him. He does have a tremendous chin. Yeah, That's one thing that people don't give him credit for. But. Yeah, he ate a yeah, lot of shots last but night. He runs a- Felipe did. He runs away. He runs away, uh, John Jones. Now, he runs and runs and runs. What's he gonna do at heavyweight? Run away the whole time against Francis Ngannou? I mean, how's that gonna look? I hope Francis knocks him out. To, I mean, bad man. You know. Honestly, I, I, I honestly think hope that he signs. Yeah. So I hmm. think that. You know, John Jones probably actually has a better chance against Ngannou than he does Stipe. Just because Stipe is more tactical, he's going to be able down? to handle. Yeah, he's going to be able to handle more of what you know Jones you know has versus Ngannou is pretty much just you know the one thing he's great at and he can knock anyone out. But if you're more technical than him, you might be able to pull it out. Yeah, maybe. I, I want to see it, though. I really want to see that fight. 
I would love to see That'd Francis Ngannou knock John Jones into another dimension like he did Alistair Overeem. <laughs> or Jordanio Rosenstreich, man. One punch? Wow. I don't know. I wow. still think the uh, I still think the Overeem one was a little bit more impressive because it was just that uppercut where you could just see the soul leave his body. I know, and I'm surprised it didn't kill him, man. Like, it really uh, snapped his head back. It was pretty ugly. You're right. Well, and that's the crazy thing with Overeem, though, right? It's like Overeem always looks great until he gets clipped really hard in the chin, and then it's just he has has a big off button anymore. Let me ask you this. Do you think the Shogun should retire? I mean, the guy's been fighting since 2000. I think he should have retired two or three fights ago. That fight versus Lil Nog, like, that was painful to watch. (laughs) Neither one of those guys needed to be out there in a cage at the age of 58 after having, you know, been fighting since the 90s. Like, it's just, there's a time to give it up. I mean, he was great in his time. He won, what, the Pride Middleweight Championship, right? And he was, yeah, that he Grand was Prix, everybody. that was like peak Shogun, just absolute killer. He was awesome, man. He, didn't he beat up uh, Rampage Jackson? Um, uh, with a bunch <clears> of knees, wasn't it? Yeah, that was crazy. That was awesome. And, uh, oh, before I go, let's speak in, speaking about Pride, do you think Fedor in his prime and then that run is still one of the greatest heavyweights of all time? Because – I think that in his prime, he beat Stipe. That's just me, though. I think it would be an interesting fight with Stipe just because of Stipe's size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prime Fedor is, I mean, he was just something else. And the problem that mm-hmm. a lot of people have is, like, when he was in his big run, it was before the sport was as big as it is now. Mm-hmm. So everybody you know, forgets those huge fights that he had. And only Huge. think of when he went on that, you know, three fight losing streak against Verdum, Bigfoot Silva, and Henderson. And from there, it was just all kind of downhill. But before yeah, that, he, he was just an absolute killer. He beat Big Nog twice in impressive fashion. He, I mean, Big Nog was like, I can't, I can't do anything against this guy. Uh, he beat Heath Herring to a pulp. That was horrible. Uh, the, the big giant guy. The seven foot two guy. <laughs> well, yeah, he had a he couple took, interesting. That was that Chong Hoi or Choi Hong yeah. Man was the super Hong tall Man guy. Choi, Hong Man Choi. Yeah, Hong Man Choi. Hong Man Choi. And then the and, fat uh, guy, Zulu. And he survives. Him. Uh, yeah. And, hello. And he, and he survives um, the Kevin Rat, Kevin Randleman suplex that. That almost paralyzed him. <laughs> Had dropped him and right wins? on his head. Yeah, that one was My scary. The same thing when he uh, also got and dropped Fujita. by Fujita. Fu- yep. We're about to talk the same thing there. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. I mean, this guy was great, man. Fedor, he was great. He beat uh, Tim Sylvia like nothing. He was an ex-UFC champion. He beat uh, uh, Andre Arlovsky, also UFC champion. Shh. Frank Mir, also Rogers. UFC champion. Man, he, I mean, come on, man. 
Uh, yeah, sure, he lost at the end, but you can't forget his run, his undefeated streak. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. If I'm out. talking, if I'm talking all time, you know, heavyweights, I take Fedor over anyone. Like all time best UFC heavyweight, I'll give that to Stipe. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you with Fedor. Mm-hmm. So, Rim, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry, man, I'm in, I'm, I'm paying right now. <laughs> nope, uh, we're actually kind of coming up towards the end of the show. Is there anything else that you wanted to cover? That's it, man. Kick me off your show, man. Go for it. I, I would kick you off, but something weird's going Thank on that I don't even on. show you called in anymore. But I think for everybody listening. We appreciate you, uh, you know, That's giving it. us your time today. This was the Other Ground Live. This was August the 16th. It's a Sunday after UFC 252. We will be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. Maybe we'll get a call from Passive J. Maybe we will not. But I leave you with this as always. To all you degenerates out there, fuck all y'all. Screw you, hippie.